You're listening to Crack Radio Speakers with Armand and Doc. To hear the rest of this week's show, exclusive episodes, and more, subscribe today at patreon.com slash crspodcast or clockradiospeakers.com. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Clock Radio Speakers. I'm your co-host, Armand Wake Up. You can follow me on all social media at Armand Wake Up, A-R-M-O-N-D, Wake Up, all one word. More important than that, please, please, please follow the official Clock Radio Speakers Twitter handle, which is at CRS Podcast. ClockRadioSpeakers.com, no longer powered by Tumblr, where you can get all previous 300 some odd episodes there. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, CRS Podcast. Man, we haven't done this show in so long. I always forget whenever we, we go we go away. But Doc is here, of course. So, Doc, what's up, man? It's good to be back, man. You know, we, uh, we took a minute off to, we prepped for your show. We did your show. You did your show. Let's, I helped a little bit. You help. We we did. It was a group effort. It wasn't just me. It was. I mean, that was the whole theme of the show. It wasn't like. Yeah. It it wasn't Gladys Knight and the Pips. It wasn't David Ruffin and the Temptations. It wasn't LeBron it was James a, and the Cavaliers. You know, it was a good, <sighs> <laughs> too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. We're, we're going to talk NBA in, in just a second. NBA uh, is falling apart. Everything's NBA crazy is right now. Apart. It's um, crazy. It's crazy. No, it's good. You know, it's good to be here. Um, you took a little. I think I. You know, I'm hopefully not. Speaking of school, you took a little mini vacation with the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got away. Yeah, got away. Went to the middle of nowhere. Um, I mean, but here's the like, like, listen, y'all. I got four kids, so I'm busy. <laughs> so it's 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 difficult. It's difficult, for, especially in the summertime when all my kids are with me to, yeah. you know, carve out time to to do this podcast. So for everybody who's been patient, like, really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Um, but you know, like real life, bro. I got a, I got a newborn. I got a three month old. So, you know, the Migos and DMX can wait. They can wait. But we're here now to talk about DMX and Amigos. So, and, there it is. And NBA and Tyler and all Tyler, sorts of stuff. Yep. Yep. Where do you want to get started, so, man? You know, let's start off with something heavy. Okay. Let's do something heavy because this is this is for the okay. So this is like the free part of the show. Sure. Possibly. Probably. Mm. Probably. So I don't know. What, what do you think the streets want to hear about? You think they want to hear us riff about Tyler? Yeah, I think we want to riff talk about Tyler. the Amigos. I think we want to talk yeah. Tyler. Let's talk Tyler. Let's do it. So, well, like a week or so ago, all of a sudden there's billboards and signs in LA. Seems mm-hmm. very, you know, you could, there's a phone number you that you could call and you would hear what people with the internet figured out was Tyler talking to his mom. Further confirmed when. This is great. Um, when people would post it on Instagram and then there was a, a takedown request and they have to give the reason for the takedown request when they when they take it down. And so uh, that's how people learn that, at least according to the music, to the uh, to the to the label, that that conversation with him and his mom is called Mama Talk. That's how they registered it. <laughs> mm. um, and so people started getting excited um, Tyler's doesn't typically do really super long rollouts. Mm-hmm. He does these little teasers and then boom, you go right into it. And today we got a new song. A, I guess this, are we, is this a single? I guess. Yeah. I would say it's a single. I don't think it's the single at all. Because I certainly didn't expect him rapping over what I, th- I don't think it's a loop. I think it's a recreation of a 94 Grave Dickers beat. Mm. Or no, I'm sorry, 97. 
Um, getting my grave diggers. Is that the is that the no, pick 94, to sink the 94. shovel or is it ninety four? This is six feet six feet deep. That's ninety four. Yeah, that's the first album. So song called Two Cups of Blood. Interesting. Okay. Um, it's the same. It's definitely the same drums and the same loop and the same uh, sort of like backspin vinyl effect, which I initially thought was well. That's obviously an homage to the bring it back sort of gangster grill sound effects that are also all, all over this. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe that just all works together, but that's on the original Gravediggers record too. Um, but, um, but Tyler's version is EQ'd a little differently it's and it's, faster. it's a little faster. So, you know, could Tyler have looped it up? Sure. But Tyler also could have just redone it. Yeah. So could have, could have. Prince Paul a check. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. So here we are, Tyler, uh, Really kind of having, you know, continuing, I would say, the Igor-ish visuals, but then one of the hardest rap records he's had in, I don't know, ever. It's it's a real interesting combo. I'll I, I say when I saw like the little te- like little videos and stuff that he has been posting on social media leading up to this, this was not the first kind of song I was expecting out of him. So he you know, gave us a curveball. How do you feel about this single? Well, before we get to the song, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. You're good. Um, he put out another teaser. Did you did did you mention the the te- the side street teaser? I, I mean, I I referred to it, but I didn't go I didn't go into detail. Okay, that. okay. So that sounds more like traditional Tyler. I thought we were gonna get a full version of that first. Mm. That reminded me because when you you said that you remind you said it was more Igor visuals. The side street teaser reminds me of Cherry Bomb, for sure. Yeah, it gives me t- like even just down to the the color correcting in the video and all that stuff. So, um, but then I hear this record. So I'm out running errands today, and my son texts me. He sends me the record, and then maybe five minutes later, Doc sends me the record. <laughs> and I just think it's another teaser because I just saw right. the other. I just saw the side street teaser, so I didn't really pay it any mind. But then I get another text like five minutes later with Doc saying, "Oh, this is a whole song." Yeah. And then gives me a CRS breakdown in the text. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready for the show, you know? So I'm like, yo, okay, this is an actual record. So yeah. I pulled up, you know, pulled up title. I've been on a title kick lately. Pulled up title and, you know, let it fly and listen to it. And I'm like, yo, the first thing to point out was, of course, the drum loop. I didn't know yeah. it was Gravediggers until much, you know, maybe like an hour ago. But, you know, Tyler's rapping, of course, of course, of course, of course. But... That addition of DJ drama mm. and the gangster grill ad libs take it to a different place in the best way possible. Yes. So, you know, when you're coming off of Igor, I don't know what his label situation is like, but I'm sure that he's won a Grammy. Yeah. So I'm sure his label is like, sure, what do you want to do? Whatever you want to do, we'll pay for it. And instead of Tyler being like, yeah, I want to work with, I want a video shot by Mick G. or just asking for like all this crazy stuff tyler being a nerdy rap kid from like who grew up in the early mid-2000s hip-hop the internet the early days of the internet era i want i want to do a gangsta grills record if not a mixtape if i can't do a mixtape i just want to do a record that feels like i did a gangsta grills and he accomplishes that on this record and he's rapping he's rapping he's rapping hard he's rapping he is rapping so I'm, I, I enjoy this record. It's cool. It's cool for what it is. I didn't realize that Tyler doesn't do long rollouts, but, you know, 
at this point, I'm just like, all right, I just, I just want, I just want the album. I think my brain is now used to short rollouts because the Migos did a short album rollout too. And to me, that was perfect. It was just enough to get me to want to listen without like dangling, you know, the idea over my head for too long. So I don't know. How about you? Anything else? Tyler is perfectly executing his rollout right now. Just perfect execution. Yeah. Right. Build, Build a little bit of buzz, throw people off this. Like, cause honestly, at this point, I'm prepared for anything coming from Tyler. For sure. It's not going to be a whole album that sounds like this, I'm guessing. Nah, I think it's more like, I think it'll be more like Side Street than this. But who knows? We might get, I mean, this is more Goblin than, than Cherry Bomb Igor. You know what I'm saying? He might, he might go back to that Goblin sound. He could just go back and forth with all sorts of stuff, you know? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he's done that before, you know, like Igor was very thematically consistent, but before then it's not uncommon for his styles to go like, you know, he'll go, you know, he'll, he'll, it'll be a sweet love song and then he'll do who that boy, you know what I mean? Like, right. So it's not that Tyler's never made hard records. It's just, it's the, for me, it's the, it's the juxtaposition of the visuals, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. still dressing like I'm on Igor. I'm still doing this color correction. I'm still doing all this, but I'm rapping over this grave, grave diggers beat. And I got DJ drama doing ad libs. Mm-hmm. Even like the way yeah. it's structured, where like it op- it they they start the they start the chorus, then they say hold up, like you know, I mean it's very yeah. very very trap or die. Yep, you love to see it. Yeah, man. feels like an intro. Definitely feels like an intro the way they roll it out. Good point. So, whatever. I'm ready for new Tyler. It's perfect time. You know, we said this. The world was gonna start opening back up, and uh, the 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 musicians, the artists who you know, we're probably working during quarantine. Mm-hmm. They they ready to roll it out. They're ready to, Meek has been teasing a lot of music. Uh, Wale has a single drop in Friday. Kendrick uh, is is headlining a, a festival in Vegas. Did you see that? Yeah. And did you see what, like, there's like a subtitle underneath his? It's like, yes. it's supposed to be from section 80 to damn. Listen, so I got a, I got a text message asking, does this mean that Kendrick is dropping new music? If he's not dropping an album... I don't know what to tell you at this point. Because that implies, like saying it that way, pretty heavily implies he's not putting an album out. Kinda. Otherwise, Kendrick headlining, you're my, you're basically telling everybody, hey, I'm only I'm doing if I'm doing the festival circuit, it's because I'm putting music out. That's what it says to me. The the titling doesn't say that to me because he can still do all those records and then still perform a new a new song. Sure, he can but, still do that. But you know, I, but it's interesting festival, to do it that way. Festival, not nah, because that's gonna go vi- That's gonna go viral. It would be like if if Kanye <clears> appeared, <throat> and it, and it specifically said from college dropout to Jesus is King. You'd be like, huh? I would still expect new music. I would still, okay. I still not expect, but I wouldn't be surprised if you do that and then still throw in a new song here or there and announce that, like, hey, this is where I've been at so far. Here's an introduction to the next stage of my career. New album. Boom. I see that happening. You were talking about people who, who've been putting music out. I mean, Megan Thee Stallion also just put out a single called Thought-ish. Um, it's effectively supposed to be like a reply to people who have criticized her earlier explicit records. And of course, it is typical Megan Thee Stallion. But it's like, this record works perfectly for her. It's custom made for TikTok. There's the video already. Like, the one thing I'm really seeing right now is like, maybe it's just like a little, a little run of stuff. But like, I'm seeing like just real like textbook execution like megan's team knows exactly what they're doing Mm -hmm. 
Tyler is flawless with his execution. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's I don't, like J. Cole's execution was just perfect, right? Yeah. In terms of like the setup, put it out. None of this like mess around, put a single out. Oh, maybe that doesn't want to work. And da da da. Mm-hmm. Like people are just put like putting it out and going. Yep. You have to be very intentional now with your rollout. You can't do the teaser record because the teaser record is just going to be something that sits out by itself. You know, Meek put out a freestyle and it's like, okay, Meek put out a freestyle. It could mean that something's coming, but that record just, if you don't follow it up with anything, a bunch of stuff like what Tyler and what Megan did, then it's just going to sit by itself. I mean, you talk about don't put out teaser records. I mean, you want to talk about Migos? Yeah, let's do it. Um, we're hitting all the big stuff early. Um, man, switch it up a little bit. That's fine. So this album, Culture 3, has been in the works for a while. Yep. Um, very clearly was supposed to come out before. I mean, they even talked about it, right? Like originally it was gonna it was gonna be 2019. Um, then they delayed it, they pushed it back to early 2020, then they held off again because of COVID. But then last year they still put out Need It. Mm-hmm. And that did well, right? I think it did fine. Let's see what uh yeah, I would say it did fine. It topped out on the on the pop charts at 62. Oh, okay. <laughs> on the hip hop charts at 27. It did okay. Yeah, you know, but also to that point, people have been really um critical of the Migos. Hmm. How so? Um, saying that saying the style is dated, you know, that the sound is sort of passed them by. They're not the they're not the hot new act. They're the seasoned veterans at this point. Oh yeah. You know, when they came out, they were very original. And, you know, people have taken their their style and their presentation and have, you know, remixed it in so many ways. Um and I think they put out, yeah, they they put out another record, right? And it didn't really do anything. No, no, not not needed. It was another record I thought that they put out, and it didn't it didn't do anything. Recently, they put out Straightening. No, not Straightening. Not this was last year. This oh, was I don't think when so. you were introduced. Okay, but yeah, there was a lot of because with this album, a lot of the talk was this is a this is a make or break album for them. Mm. You know, remember their their single or not the single, their solo projects. Like none of them really did that well. Quavo was supposed to be like oh, the breakout star. hundred percent. Yeah, his out al- his album f- flopped. I guess by expectation standards, I, I I don't know about in terms of performance. So and and honestly, kind of a when Culture One and even Culture Two came out, if you would have told me that the three Migo solo records, all of them would basically come and go, and I mean. Was Offsets the best received of all of them? And that might have been because of the rollout. There was a lot of stuff that had to do with Cardi and like there was just a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? I heard people say good things about Takeoff's record because, you know, Takeoff is the more rapidly rap lyrical schmear right, right, right. Um, I heard that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, and so the question is kind of like, did their moment come and go? Like in a weird way. Because rap moves so fast, even though they they haven't even been out for ten years at this point, mm-hmm. has you know did they did they kind of get like too big to just be like they you know they did the thing where like they sort of I don't know like by all three of them putting out solo records and none of them kind of like not really lighting the world on fire. I don't know like what are even the Migos at this point? You know, 
Like, what do they mean for hip hop? Kinda. I think that if I think that if this record flopped, um, or if it didn't do well, or if it didn't, you know, something happened to like put them back in the good graces in terms of like conversation. If the rollout wasn't successful, and that's one thing about QC. QC does rollouts really, really well. Um, they kill the city girls. They kill Cardi. They kill. Uh, I mean, Baby's the biggest uh, rapper in the world, not named Drake, right, right now. Right, so. Right. Um, they're in good hands. They have a lot going for them. And straightening came out at a time where a lot of records came out that Friday. Or I feel like a more important out, like something big came out or something. I don't know if it was Drake, somebody. But straightening has had more legs, longer legs than some of the other records that have come out in the last few weeks. Like I really like straightening. Like straightening is really dope. Straightening's all right. Ah, uh, straightening is really, really good. It's not not my favorite records off this. Uh, I, I, there are some records on here that really work, actually. It. Well, okay, let's 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 talk about the music then. Yeah. So, I don't need to go track by track. Sure. Because I have a pretty like overall view of the album, but the first four songs on this album are fire. Avalanche is fire. Avalanche Drake is cool. record is fire. The Drake record. It once again, Drake to the rescue. Drake record is fire. I mean, he 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 he's one they're one of the first beneficiaries of the the Drake stimulus package. With and Versace. I, yeah, and I, I what I mean by Drake to the rescue is kind of like yes, that record is very like I don't know if that record was intended if that's like it, it just feels like a Drake record because he's on half it, of it. It feels like a certified lover boy throwaway. It does. Which it again, does. I mean, he you know he tossed one over to to Young Thug and exactly. got a top ten record out of it. Like exactly, exactly. He's kind of exactly. low key, really racking up the features right now. Yeah, it's different. You know, like it feels like the Drake stimulus package is going more to R and B dudes. Like he did the record with Young Blue. Yeah. Um, but I don't see him, you know, finding the next Black Boy JB, the next Mackinnon, like. When he's doing these rap features, he's doing it with already established rappers. Yeah. Um, which I'm not mad at. Like, you know, I'm not mad at him get, getting into a bag, like saying like, hey, I'm standing next to the top guys. I'm not mad at that. Ba- you know, little Baby is on his, on his joints or whatever. Right, but, right, right. Um, yeah, that record is hard. That Drake record is super hard. Yes. Um, and that, like I said, I like straightening. And I really like the Cardi record. I do not like that record. Oh, that record is hard. I don't understand how that record is produced by Murder Beats and Tay Keith and does not have a good beat. I don't understand. You are crazy. That beat is crazy. And everybody, including Cardi, kills it. I really like that record. And then from there, every all the records run into each other. And I just oh. feel like it's a it's another Amigos record, this Amigos album that's not for me. All right, hold up. You're 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 missing the best song on the album. I saw you say that and I Modern listened Day to that record. Is insane. It's okay. Oh my god! It's all right. Like none of the songs on the album I'm listening to, and I'm not. And I, the only record that I cringed at was the Bieber record and the Juice World record. I mean, they just don't. They, you know, the Juice World record that's not their vibe. The Bieber record, they've done like, like Migos has done Bieber records before. This is not a good Bieber record. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's just you know, it's the you know, it's the Would You Ride for Me, Would You Die for Me record. Like I got I, all right. I've been listening to hip hop for a long time. Uh, I don't need another one of those. But modern day, 
is the best Migo record I have Migos record I have heard in a very long time. <laughs> Not even close. Um, okay. So they had a video. I mean, that vi- they've been sitting on that song because Quavo posted his ver- his verse of the from the video on his Instagram back in October, mm. which I mean tells you like how long and like how much like how long this album has been in the works, right? For sure. Um, or how long it's been done and they've just been waiting to put it out. They've been waiting on the pandemic. <laughs> when I heard vaccine, I actually laughed out loud. Though. Like, I was waiting. I saw that track list and I was like, yo, what is the hook going to be? <laughs> um, but no, my, like, you know what it is with modern day? Like, first of all, that beat is absolute fire. But then like, they just hit like the flows that they are sort of like famous for. Listen, man. And I'm just I'm sitting some... there and I'm just like, I'm in, I'm, I'm in the zone. Like that record is phenomenal. They had uh, they had something to prove when it came to the flows. Yeah. Because the production to me is what is the most like, eh, like it's not, it's not, I think the four, I love the first four records so much that like the dip has everything to do with the production for me. It has nothing to do with the flows and the cadence and the way that they approach. Like they are, out, they are clearly going out of their way to find every single way they could approach a record flow wise. Yeah, and I even like some, you know, I like the beat to Malibu. I just do not like Polo G. Um, I love Modern Day. Vaccine is funny. But then after that, I agree. I think like the second, like the second, like the last 60% of this, the beats honestly mostly just kind of fall off. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pop Smoke record. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, know, I, you know, it, it's funny because like, I think if this album comes out when it's supposed to come out, mm-hmm. then it might make a, bit more sense right because like on pop smoke's album i was wondering why is he making records that sound like atlanta records when he had this drill sound that he was you know not the only person doing but like considering his exposure and like what he was looking to do like he was about to take that sound to another level mm-hmm. and what i didn't see coming because he, he worked with quavo on his album what i didn't see coming was the oh i get it so he had quavo bring the atlanta sound to his album and then he was going to bring the drill sound to the Migos album, but because we had to wait a year in between them, you don't really see the connection. And it doesn't mm-hmm. really help that 808 Mellow gave them a, it definitely sounds like an 808 Mellow beat. It's just not like a, an A grade 808 Mellow beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. I like the beat to uh, Rubber Band. Rubber Band is cool. But yeah, after that, um, did you hear their LA Leakers freestyle? Yeah, that's better than like 50% of this album, at least. Yo, why is that not on the album? Goodness. Put like, just do the deluxe edition right now. Yeah. Because I think that's a DJ Darrell beat even. Like they uh, did a yes. custom beat for that. So like, okay, well, you, you don't have to worry about, you could put that on right now, right? I mean. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 So, oh, I mean, it seems like the response to this, this project has been pretty, like pretty positive. Um, their rollout has seemed, seems to be well received and, you know. Because if if I haven't heard anybody say this, this is it for the Migos prior to this coming out. So I think for them, that's a success. And I'm sure I'm positive that one of these records that we're like, eh, over is going to go crazy in another three months. So one thing I think is interesting is if you look at so they I think just maybe today even or recently, because I, I didn't they have an extended version available, at least on Apple Music, which has videos for Straightening, which was already a single. Also, mm-hmm. is a video for Avalanche, mm-hmm. video for Modern Day, mm-hmm. and a video for Why Not. 
I just saw that on YouTube. Today. And then lyric videos for Roadrunner and Handle My Business. Mm. So what does that tell you? That they had a lot of time to create content for the album. <laughs> it, I mean, it also tells me like this is the classic. Um, aside from the Drake record, which they know they can pull the if they if they can get Drake for the video, they know they can pull the trigger on the Drake video whenever they need to. Mm-hmm. Shades of walk it like I, you know, walk it like I talk it, right? Where that came out, you know, later on in the album promo cycle, and it gave that album new life. But mm-hmm. short of that, this feels like they're just trying to throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. They don't know, right? Because like, I love Modern Day and the fan response when Modern Day was put on Quavo's Instagram in October was tremendous. But like, the fact that they didn't roll with that as their as their single, if you know, like, I, I don't know if they know what the fans want, basically. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they they got a lot of videos and they're going to put them out. And this is kind of the new, and for a lot of people, this is the new way. Yes. You put a lot of stuff out. I mean, look at um, look at J. Cole, right? How many videos has he put out for his project? Yeah, yeah. But I think three, right? Right. Yeah, punch, uh, applying pressure, punching a clock, and what? My Life Get a Video yet? I don't think so. And some of those are what I, I don't know. What back in the day, like, it's funny, like that punching the clock and those like, you know, 10 years ago rick cordero does that video like it's like they're 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 sort Absolutely. of meant to be like oh we're doing you know some slightly amari. lower budget version of right amari yeah, yeah, yeah it's interesting they're not picking they're not doing he's not doing videos for the obvious quote-unquote obvious records for videos you know what i mean i i saw i saw someone post that my life is going to be the single that they push the radio um if if the kids go back to school and pride is the devil isn't a single like they they swung and miss. My life and pride is the devil are far and away like the like the records. The records, not no question about it. Yeah, those are the records. Um, and you could even get off a '95 South video like on some Smack DVD stuff. Actually, and even bring back the Smack. You put the Smack DVD logo in the corner. I'm very excited. Listen, man, I, I'll tell you offline. <laughs> trying to trying to get some ideas rolling out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, but um. But okay. So yeah. ba- but back to Migos. So. And going along with this idea of like, you know, we were talking about before, like, have they sort of, are they past their peak or whatever? Like here's, so I looked up the sales for the little baby Dirk project. That's going to outsell this. Um, Mm -hmm. You know what? This Migos album is not even going to go number one this week. Really? Polo G is going to sell more than Migos. Wow. So no disrespect to Polo G, but that shows you how quickly hip hop is shifting towards this younger generation. Mm-hmm. Where the Migos are not the youths anymore. The Migos are not the youths at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy, isn't it? That's crazy. I mean, when did Versace come out? 2013. Bro, that thing, like, bro, that was, was eight years ago. Different world, man. Different world. 